0: You're listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the RAND Corporation. I'm Evan Banks.
1: And I'm Deanna Lee. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from RAND's latest research and commentary. It's November 9th.
0: Sunday is Veterans Day. To mark the occasion, we've launched a new podcast called Veterans in America. It's a special limited series that journeys into the lives of veterans and their loved ones. In the first episode, we explore how virtual reality is being used to help veterans overcome PTSD. Here's Joe Merritt, a former Marine and Army National Guard soldier. The virtual reality is scary, but at the same time, when you come through it, it's uh, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, yeah, I went to boot camp and I survived. So you've got to kind of put it in that mentality that you're going to get through it, it's going to end, and now you're going to have tools to fall back on, to try to make that situation better than it would have been prior to exposure and virtual therapy. That episode is available now. We'll have two more episodes out Sunday, November 11th and Monday, November 12th. One will delve into why women in the military face a greater risk of suicide than civilian women. And in the other episode, we'll meet the nation's military caregivers, the family members and friends who look after those who were injured fighting America's wars. Listen and subscribe to Veterans in America wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And with Veterans Day coming up this weekend, we're taking a close look at a big challenge for those who serve, getting the health care they need. Nearly one-third of U.S. veterans live 40 miles or more from the nearest VA medical center. So, in an effort to make it easier for them to get to a hospital or doctor, the Department of Veterans Affairs is shifting billions of dollars for veteran care to outside providers. But are those providers ready to treat veterans? RAND researchers recently surveyed hundreds of them to find out. The survey focused on private sector health providers in New York State. It found that most of them lacked the specialized knowledge and training to treat veterans, In fact, few even asked their patients whether they had served in the military. Now, this study only looked at providers in New York, but there's little reason to think conclusions would be much different in other states. Civilian providers need training to know what to look for in veteran patients. The VA has some leverage to make that happen. It could require more training and testing on veteran care before it signs any contracts with private sector providers. And states could also help by adding questions about screening and treating veterans to licensing exams.
0: After Tuesday's midterm elections, there's speculation that a newly divided Congress could unite on a couple of key issues. One of them is infrastructure. RAND experts have taken a close look at the spending picture surrounding U.S. transportation and water infrastructure. According to their research, things aren't as dire as some believe. But policymakers will have to reach a consensus on priorities to solve the problems with America's roads, bridges, and water systems ramping up federal spending across the board is unlikely to work. Here's how the study's lead author Deborah Notman puts it. Quote, "Spreading federal dollars around to fund short-term, shovel-ready projects without a sense of national purpose or priority will not get the nation where it needs to be. Instead, Notman recommends that the government focus on targeted spending and policy changes that can deliver sustained benefits to the national economy."
1: Realignments in the Middle East have intensified following the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. As RAND experts wrote recently in Foreign Affairs, one of the biggest changes has been Turkey's shift away from the United States and toward Iran and Russia. There are several reasons for this emerging alignment. For one thing, Turkey is preoccupied with stabilizing Syria, even if this means that President Bashar al-Assad remains in power. This objective aligns with Iranian and Russian goals. Obviously, this has implications for U.S. policy in Syria, which is evolving under the Trump administration. But our experts argue that Turkey's drift toward Russia and Iran could also lead to a more fundamental power shift in the Middle East, one that may have long-term implications for Washington.
0: Brand's Marjorie Blumenthal says that the success of driverless vehicles will largely depend on how safe the public perceives them to be. This is why it's important for both manufacturers and riders to speak the same language about safety. An overarching safety framework could help get everyone on the same page, says Blumenthal. This framework would establish how manufacturers and developers measure the safety of their autonomous vehicles so that everyone is using the same standards but it would also provide essential transparency, keeping the public and policymakers better informed about how safe autonomous vehicles really are.
1: The Trump administration has expressed dissatisfaction with U.S. policy on vetting refugees. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has characterized existing screening procedures as, quote, defective. According to RAND's Ian Mitch, no vetting system alone is likely to weed out all security threats. No matter how rigorous and lengthy new vetting procedures may be, on occasion, refugees with criminal backgrounds and even terrorist sympathies are likely to slip through the cracks. This is an unsettling idea, but it's important to remember that vetting failures are exceptionally rare, and when they do occur, they rarely lead to a lethal attack. That's because additional security measures are already in place to protect against attacks by refugees, or any other individual for that matter. Mitch emphasizes that any security policy that depends too heavily on vetting is likely to fall short. So security officials are left with the task of finding balance between the competing interests at play. Accepting refugees comes with risk but the current refugee resettlement program also offers reputational and economic benefits to the United States and of course humanitarian interests are served by protecting vulnerable people
0: rand is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis for more on what we covered this week check the show notes at rand.org/podcast see you next week